0: Okay, we're recording. Are you happy to be back? Mhm.
1: And mm-hmm. now I'm not as tired anymore.
0: Yay! Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh... Okay, we are back, and we have a bit of a new setup. Uh, we have a new mic, so you're actually going to be able to hear Jennifer when she yep. talks. Um, let's see, what else? Um, Do you have any news?
1: Not really, okay. except people are weird.
0: Yes, people are weird. Do you have an example? What are you talking about?
1: That people will make sexual things of random objects.
0: On that note, we're going to skip into the first story. <laughs> um, This story is called The Shadow Man. It was posted by Kenny underscore six three one. And here we go. I've been dying to tell this story that happened to me in the middle of August of this year when I was startled awake from a sound sleep to somebody standing in my bedroom by the window staring at me. I've never doubted the paranormal slash supernatural. I believe undoubtedly in the existence of ghosts, spirits, specters, apparitions, whatever you want to call them, and poltergeist activity, although many videos on YouTube and paranormal shows on TV don't convince me because they are obviously fake and for entertainment purposes. There are a couple of exceptions, of course, but mostly, you gotta admit that the most terrifying thing about them is that someone posted them. Again, there are a few exceptions that have convinced me of something happening. I've used a Ouija board myself, and even collected vintage boards, but that is another story. I've used automatic writing, studied astrology, tarot, geomancy, necromancy, runes, playing cards, aka cartomancy, and dabbled in palmistry. I've seen ghosts, not seen through apparitions but solid individuals in broad daylight one was a friend whom i hadn't seen or talked to in a while whom i saw walking in town i called to her and she kept walking thinking she may not have heard me and it was unlike her to ignore people i finally made my way close enough she stopped and turned and her eyes were black i thought i was seeing things and i followed her into a store and i couldn't find her I saw a mutual friend who knew us both and asked if she had seen her, and she told me that no one has been in the store for the previous half hour. I was confused. I know I saw her, and to some it may sound like she was avoiding me, but it wasn't like that. Puzzled, I went home and later saw the local paper. That very friend's obituary was in there. She had committed suicide two weeks prior by overdosing on pills. I believe seeing ghosts is a personal thing. The mutual friend didn't see her entering the store, but I saw her plain as day. Must've looked like a fool shouting her name in public. But you want to hear or read about my experience with the shadow man? Shadow people, I have trouble believing in them. I thought they were urban legends like Slenderman, Bloody Mary, and Zozo. Videos claiming to capture them were always lacking. I went to bed as usual on the night in mid-August. The night was perfect, not hot, not cool, great sleeping weather. Nothing was happening until I was interested in doing so. I decided to go to bed and do a bit of reading until I was tired enough to fall asleep. That was at 11 and I finally got tired at 1230 and drifted off. Suddenly, I was startled awake from a sound sleep. I mean, wide awake. I could move all my appendages so it wasn't sleep paralysis. I think it was close to 3 a.m. or thereabout. The street lamp and moon shone through my bedroom window, and that, that had never bothered me as I can sleep with the lights on or off. And I have... And I have, but I noticed a figure, or rather a silhouette of a figure, standing inside my window. I was convinced it was a break-in and laid quietly waiting for him to make his move, but he never did. He was around 6'2 and broad-chested. I mean, he was big and just staring at me, never moving. I won't deny that I was scared, thinking this guy was going to bash my brains or suffocate me, but that didn't happen. As I was watching him, trying to figure out how that big guy got in my window without being stuck. He started to fade away until he wasn't there anymore. I laid there for a few minutes longer, thinking that if I got out of bed, he'd reappear. After what seemed like forever, I jumped out of bed and turned on the light. I examined the window and found nothing unusual as being smashed or even opened. It was how I had left it. You would probably think that I wouldn't go back to sleep after that. I did, but with the lights on. To be honest, I was relieved that it was a shadow person rather than someone breaking into my house. The guy faded out of existence, I think. The thought crossed my mind that he just went invisible to catch me as I got out of the bed to turn on the light. But I haven't had a second encounter with any shadow people as of right now. Unfortunately, I can't prove any of this because I didn't have my phone near me. Or near me. Wait. I didn't have my phone on or near me because it was in another room charging. I spent a lot of time thinking about this encounter, and I'm just glad it didn't result in my hospitalization or burial. No, thank you.
1: (laughs) I don't... I mean, actually, you know my friend on Discord? Yeah. They can see ghosts, and there's one in the bathroom that's literally completely black, black and has white as a mouth and eyes and it keeps smiling that's kind and it watches her sleep too so uh, um, okay it hasn't harmed her or anything so they don't really do anything about it
0: i've seen a few shadow people in my time same but yeah it went too bad yeah it could have been way fucking worse yeah it could have oh hey also while I'm thinking about it I wanted to give a shout out to my German listeners because holy moly Jennifer just rolled off the bed (laughs) but yeah German listeners y'all are coming in on the US listeners like hard and I love that keep it up guys (sighs) <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, um all right this next story is by super sand true yes i'm not lying it's super sand true um and the name of the story is possible encounter question mark I don't really know much about skinwalkers, but I figured here would be the best place to ask about what I saw tonight. I live in northeast coast Canada, basically the furthest northeast you could live. I've heard people say that where certain kinds of creatures live... But Nuggets. Okay. Uh... I've heard people say that's where certain kinds of creatures live. But as I previously stated, I know absolutely nothing about it. There's an area extremely deep into the woods, about 40 minutes away from where I live. So deep in the forest that you don't really see anyone else. There's a few smaller stores out that way, but nothing really noteworthy. But if you walk deep into the woods, there's a path cars can't drive through where a burnt up abandoned slaughterhouse that apparently closed down in the 90s is. Religious slash spiritual people I know have said not to go out there because it's cursed and I had a First Nations friend fill me in on about what happened in the area, which he basically just said he wouldn't go there. Over the weekend, me and a few friends were bored and decided that we would go check it out since we were in the area and extremely bored. Nothing happened, just got some pictures. It was a bit eerie, but it was whatever. The days after we went to that place have been kind of strange. We've had random bad-slash-unexplainable events occur out of nowhere, but I'm not really going to draw a connection between the two. Just thought it might be worth noting. But here's where I think we had an encounter. Tonight, we gathered the same group plus two extras and drove back out there just to show them around and explore more and get better pictures. When we got there, we heard what we assumed was just the wind howling. But the longer it went on, we realized the pattern didn't match up with the wind, nor did it make any sense for it to be howling like that. It sounded almost as if someone was whistling to get our attention, and a few people pointed it out, but we just chalked it up to it being random sounds of the wind that was just probably blowing pretty weirdly. We were in one of the secondary buildings when a friend pointed out that it looked like something was running around outside the main building, and he was right. It looked like something very quickly moved across the front side of the building, and the sound was back, but louder. We went outside and crawled through a section in the gate to get back to the main building, but as soon as we made it through, we heard a loud swinging sound, almost like a rusty door, was being slowly opened and closed. Me and another friend were extremely put off by the sound and asked to go back to the car, but the others said they wanted to go into the main building. As we were walking up, we made it to the front of the building, and a friend jokingly made a remark about us splitting up and exploring the building. As he said that, we heard a series of loud banging. Something was running across the metal floor of the building towards us. We quickly made it out and ran back towards the trail. As we were running back to the car, which isn't exactly a short walk, it was about 10 minutes on foot. We shined our lights back towards the building, and only about three of us looked back, but all three of us saw what appeared to be something completely solid white running down the trail. We got into the car and drove back to town as quickly as possible. I don't think we'll ever be going back, but what do you guys think? Does this sound like a skinwalker? Okay, so... I've been doing a lot of research and stuff. And Native Americans... First of all... A, a skinwalker is just a person that performs dark magic and shapeshifts their selves. Um, now my Appalachian people would probably say "Um, get the fuck out of there but do it slow because you don't run from things like that because they can and will chase you and that we don't speak of them it doesn't exist Yeah. We're going to go with that. Mm.
1: I don't have anything to say on this one. You don't have an
0: opinion on this one? Nope. Okay. I don't know what I am doing. Alright. Our next story is (laughs) by Cousin Uncle Larry. What? <laughs> oh no, I'm just going to go in. And the name of it is A UP Ghost Story. What does the UP stand for? I don't know. Probably something to do about the military. Okay. Um, I've always had an open mind when it comes to spirits, ghosts, specters, whatever you may call them. I've never personally experienced anything until the night I'm about to describe. A little background. I was about 23 years old, and I had been in the U.S. Air Force for five-ish years. I had moved from Texas, where I I was raised, to Alaska. I had been deployed for a couple of times and had been halfway around the world at least twice. While traveling, I had seen the dance clubs in the Philippines, and I'd seen the party scene in the areas just off base in South Korea. I was married to my first wife, and we had since moved to a base called K.I. Sawyer AFB in Michigan, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, to be exact. Okay, so that's what UP stands for, the Upper Peninsula.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay.
0: About 3.5 hours northeast of Green Bay fucking Wisconsin. Go Packers. Um, Shout out to Miss Linda if you ever listen to my podcast. I doubt you do because I, I, yeah. But yeah, we love you. Anyway, for some reason or another, the first wife uh, and I had several friends of ours come over and we were having a movie slash video game night. In our base house living room, we had two TVs running. One had a movie on, and another had a game system, and we were all playing games and having fun. We were one seat short for the number of folks we had over, and we would take turns standing as someone would get up for some reason or another. Move your meat, lose your seat was the rule that was in full effect. I was sitting in the middle of our couch, and a friend we'll call them Fox, was standing near some window behind me to the right and I thought I heard somebody whisper my name from the kitchen area that was behind me to the left. I craned my neck over to see if there was someone in there that I wasn't aware of. Nope. I figured I was imagining things and got up to check the kitchen and head to the bathroom that was right near there. When I came out, guess what? Fox had taken my seat. LOL. So I started standing where he had been. Where he had been. From where I was, I could see our whole living room and kitchen area just watching the movie and people gaming. And then I heard it again. Someone whispered my name louder. Fox craned his neck around to look in the kitchen just as I spun my head over to look into the kitchen. Fox, did you hear that too? Yeah, someone said your name. From where I was, I could see everyone that was at my house, and no one was in the kitchen. Fox could see everyone except me. I trotted into the kitchen and turned on the light and saw a shape outside the kitchen window on the porch where the door was. The best way to describe what I saw next is this. The shape was something that looked like The Undertaker from WWE. Big, broad-brimmed hat all dark colors, the shape turned and stepped down the steps and turned out of the little bit of light that was coming from my window. I was a young buck and was thinking, there ain't no way someone is going to peek in my windows, and I beat feet to the door and out into the night. There was no one. When I came out the door, I had a clear view for about 70 to 100 feet in all directions, and there was nothing moving in the night. Most of my neighbor's dogs, none of them were barking. It was silent out. No dogs barking, no insects, no engine sounds, nothing. A couple of my friends joined me outside, and none of us saw or heard anything. Now, I have been six feet tall since I was 18 years old. And I went back in and had my ex-wife hold her finger to the shoulder of the shape. To where the shoulder of the shape was. I went outside and the shoulder of this thing was around four inches higher than my shoulder. Sorry. I didn't mean to burp on y'all. It was four inches higher than my shoulder. This shape was 6'4 at least. No one other than Fox in the house heard my name called and no one saw the shape except for me. The fact that Fox did hear my name is the only reason I don't think I imagined it. That was the night I became a believer in the supernatural. If you don't have, you don't have to believe, but I do now. Signed, Cousin Uncle Larry. Okie dokie, Cousin Uncle Larry.
1: Whose name is confusing? Yeah,
0: that, your name. I I, I hate love it. (laughs) I don't know. It's funny. Anyways, uh Yeah.
1: I don't think I like this one. This one actually gets me like thinking and stuff. <laughs> like.
0: As somebody that's had a crush on the Undertaker since she was like six years old. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. Not really. I probably would have cried like I did when I saw my papa. But anyway Do you have anything to say? <laughs>
1: I, I don't know if I do. Oh, light flicker.
0: Get the salt. Mom, no. (laughs) Come on, we really need to binge Supernatural. Okay. But we've got so much else to do.
1: Okay. True, true. I
0: seriously have Oh, shit! Artel, artel, artel. This story is by Oahudu. Anyway, it's it's spelled A. Oh, nope. No, it's not. It's spelled O-A-H-U-D-U. And the title of this story is Asking Ghosts to Fuck With Me Was a Mistake. This...
1: (laughs) Are you kidding me? You don't, you don't do that. You don't, you, this person might be dumb. I mean, you don't ask a ghost to frick with you. You do that, they're gonna frick with you. (laughs) You don't ask them to do that. They will do it. You don't use reverse psychology on them. What?
0: I mean, he wouldn't. Just it doesn't You've got to listen to the story.
1: It's okay.
0: Okay. This happened two years ago now. To cut a long story short, I asked all manner of demons, ghosts, spirits, and even Lucifer himself to come and haunt me. This was in jest to wind up my wife as she didn't want to watch a horror movie. A few days later, some weird things started happening. As they do. (laughs) Uh, uh, The standard things really... Things going, missing, weird noises, etc. I didn't really think much of it. That was until shit went from 0 to 100 real fucking quick. We had a one-year-old at the time. He was a heavy... He had a heavy metal... (laughs) I was about to say he was a heavy metal fan. He had a heavy metal playpen, which was leaned up against the wall. As I walked past it, it falls. I never touched it. It just fell. Weird. But I carry on my day. I go downstairs a few hours later, leaving my wife and son in the house. What the fuck? Where did the stairs come from? There's no stairs in this little oh anyways let me rewind uh, da, 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 da.
1: need some elevator music
0: yeah i need elevator music
1: Bow, do, do, <laughs> do, 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 do. the
0: imperial march is not elevator music doesn't matter it can't be okay i go out a few hours later leaving my wife and son in the house They are watching TVs downstairs, and they hear a loud bang and go to check, and it's the playpen again. Again, we think it's weird, but nothing more of it. That night, me and my wife were laying in bed. The playpen has been moved from the hallway to our room. The TV is on, and we're just chilling when I actually see the playpen lift up from the radiator where it was leaning and slam like a motherfucker. I see it lift And slam with my own eyes. We were freaked, so got up and had a look. The radiator was off. There were no moving pipes or anything of the sort. About 10 minutes later, I started to hear what I thought was paper being moved around on a kitchen side? On a kitchen side? I don't know what that means. Like a shh sound. I ran through the house looking for what could be causing the shh-ing noise. <laughs> Nothing. My wife thinks it sounds like our blinds being lifted up, and I can feel my heart drop at the realization that this is actually happening. So I run around the house again, and no blinds have been moved. I go back to the bed bathroom to tell my wife it stopped. No No blinds are up. Nothing's disturbed. Let's just go to bed. Before I can hear it again, I go back to our room to check it out. The noise stops. I glance over in the corner of the room, and I see my cross trainer. Again, my heart sank as I go over to it and move the arm to get the thing to move, and it's the fucking shucking noise. I run to the bathroom, tears in my eyes, basically saying, we need to leave. My wife calms me down, and we decide to call her sister to see if she wants to come around to see this shit she does nothing for a while as we sit on our bed as we sit on our bed she points at the bedside table my wife's necklace is slowly dribbling down the table to the floor so controlled and slow after that nothing for a few days i'm in my garden smoking a fatty when i see a shadow projected on my house It's walking towards me, so I assume it's my wife. I say hi, but don't bother to turn around, as she would have passed me within a few seconds anyway. There was no response. I turned around, and no one was there. I walk into our house, and I can see my wife bent over, looking in a kitchen cupboard, and she looks up and screams. Before I can tell her about my experience, she tells me that I just brushed past her and walked upstairs, getting goosebumps just thinking about this again. These are just two of the many things that have happened since I said what I did. I have since asked whatever it was to leave, and thankfully, I think it has. I was not a believer or a skeptic before this happened. Whatever, uh, before this happened, I just needed to see it for myself. Whatever it was slash is was not to be fucked with. It really bugs me when I hear people say, oh, I really want to see something paranormal. They have no idea the primal fear it awakens. You feel in a way violated. How did this one get back over here?
1: I don't know. But honestly, he he asked for it.
0: Yeah, he asked for it. It was so fucking dumb. Fucking dumb. That's like Mr. Zach Bagans. And he's like, come at me, bitches. And fucking... (coughs) But, yeah. I don't like ghost adventures. True, true.
1: Because they, like...
0: (laughs) Sorry, my husband just made a weird noise from the living room. (sighs) It may or may not be on this... You, it, you might be able to hear it because my new mic is like super sensitive and can sometimes pick up noises from the living room even when I have my bedroom door shut yeah. but anyway, is there anything else you wanted to say Because
1: okay the first thing is don't literally ask to be haunted they will haunt you
0: Wait, I think number one in this situation is the wife didn't want to fucking watch a scary movie. Murder. Murder? movie. There you go. <laughs> so, he should have just left her be instead of being a fucking idiot. Right? Right. But, yeah, the whole walked past into the Thing that's normally a mimic and I don't fucking like those because they scare the shit out of me because they can fully incorporate themselves into your lives and perfectly mimic members of your family Yeah. I thought they were fake. I thought they were only in D&D. And it's not that kind of mimic. Okay, okay, okay. It's just like a, a fucking shapeshifter that mimics people. So they could kill you. Oh, yeah, they could. I don't think anybody's ever been killed by one. But it's really... At least not that I know of. I know that a few have... severely injured someone. Probably. Broken up relationships. Really? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh.
0: Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Onward! Okay. Here we are at our very last story. Um... Somehow I didn't get the name of the person that posted this. And I apologize profusely. But the name of this one is Strange Activity in an Old Historical Building That I Witnessed Off and On for About 15 Years. Mm. Also, I moved the mic further away from myself so maybe it'll sound a little bit better. And y'all don't have to listen to me scream. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I love you. Okay. (laughs) I used to work in my ex-father-in-law's office, which was a large two-story historical building in a little over 100 years old. I worked there on and off for about 15 years. During that time, my co-workers and I witnessed numerous strange events that baffle me to this day, ranging from benign footsteps to items being flung onto the ground. Often. I would take a late lunch so I could stay at the office while the others left first. One day, I heard the microwave door open in the kitchen, which is adjacent to the waiting room. This was a newer stainless steel microwave with a handle, so you have to pull on it to open it. I got up and shut it and sat back down at my desk. About ten minutes later, the microwave door opened again. I got up and closed it and sat back down. This happened three different times within the lunch hour. I didn't feel afraid, and honestly, I really didn't think much of it. My strangest encounter was the day my ex-sister-in-law and her two kids were visiting. I was telling them in the waiting room. Oh, no, no, I wasn't telling them anything in the waiting room. I was talking to them in the waiting room. That's what we were doing. And they were all sitting in chairs. Like I said, the waiting room sits right next to the opened kitchen door. Uh, hi, not right now, right now course. <laughs> um, Suddenly, the kitchen light came on, and at the exact same time, two paintings in the waiting room fell onto the ground. We were all pretty stunned, but still not really afraid. We also had this very old school time stamp machine that was about as heavy as a brick used to build a house with slightly similar dimensions, even though it was a little more square. My co workers and I lost count of how many times it fell to the ground.
1: Hi, (laughs) Sans!
0: Fell to the ground. It fell to the ground. There it is even though it was always hugging the wall near the outlet and not even close to the edge of the counter we would often hear a crash and there it would be on the floor at one point the time stamp machine was in my coworker's office sitting behind her on a table and it would fall to the ground while she was sitting at her desk she finally moved it to the kitchen area and it continued to crash to the ground periodically when no one was occupying the room sometimes when we arrived at work that morning it would just be on the floor That was very weird, but we just kind of joked that our resident ghost was up to its tricks. The only time I ever felt truly unsettled was when I was hanging out in my ex-father-in-law's office after hours trying to fix his computer. It was winter, so it was dark outside, and I was the only person in the office, so it was very quiet. I could hear footsteps upstairs and doors opening and shutting in a regular fashion. No slamming. At one point, it sounded like a box was being dragged around, and that was when I decided to woman up and go upstairs and see if I could find the source. I checked all the rooms and there wasn't a soul there. We often heard footsteps and doors shutting, but this time it freaked me out so much that I refused to stay there alone if it was dark outside. My ex-husband hadn't experienced anything strange and usually just brushed off our stories. I guess he thought it was all in our heads He finally became a believer one evening when he was working in the office after hours. There was a very large mirror that sat on the mantel of the old fireplace in his office. He said while he was sitting at his desk, which faced the fireplace and mantel, the mirror came crashing to the floor and shattered, making a pretty big mess. I saw the mirror the next day, and it was completely busted. A few years after my divorce, my ex-husband passed away from an acute illness at the age of 38. About a year after his death, I visited the office to catch up with my old co-workers and ex-brother-in-law who was there. I asked the old co-workers if the ghost was still up to its tricks. Tricks. Tricks? Yeah. No. My brain just said, tricks are for kids. Okay, anyway. And they laughed and said yes. It's just so strange, and to this day, I can't explain it. I have never really believed in spirits. I'm not completely ruling them out, though, since I think there are definitely things out there beyond our understanding, or maybe it can be explained as a science that we haven't discovered. I even wondered for a while if it had something to do with a parallel universe, LOL. Who knows? I would love to hear other thoughts on this, and I think about it often. I wish I had some answers. Anyway, thank you for reading. TLDR. I used to work in my ex in law's office, law office, which was a renovated historical building a little over 100 years ago. During the span of about 15 years, my co workers and I experienced a ton of strange activity from footsteps and doors opening and shutting by themselves to large items falling off the walls and tables. I've always been a bit of a scientific minded skeptic, but this is just something that I can't explain, and I would. I think about it often, and I would love to hear your thoughts. Okay, so I feel like if the thing kept falling onto the floor, I would find somewhere to leave it on the floor.
1: I mean, the ghost wanted it there, leave it,
0: just just put it on the floor.
1: Uh, Unless it puts it specifically in that one spot, then you'd have no choice but to keep it there. It's like, screw you, Jeremy! Sorry for any Jeremys out there.
0: I love haunted buildings. I love them so fucking much. I've visited a couple in my lifetime, and I gotta say, it was... The coolest experiences ever um but yeah the microwave thing was kind of creepy
1: yeah.
0: i would get really fucking annoyed at that really fast though
1: mm. don't really have anything to say about this one either
0: all right guys if you have any thoughts or Notes that you want to tell us in pertaining to any of the stories on this episode, please hit up our Facebook for the podcast. It's Let's Get Creepy Podcast, I think, on Facebook, or just Let's Get Creepy. Whatever. Just type in Let's Get Creepy, and when you find the picture of our podcast, that'll be the the group I'm thinking about making a group page to where we all just talk and stuff but for now I'm just having the regular web page. maybe if my audience picks up a little bit so if you listen to us please rate us leave a comment favorite us tell your friends and family about us because I want them all to be our friends and family. Oh, yeah, we're not sponsored by tricks <laughs> or any of the other random things I have quoted today. Also, Zach Bagans, please don't sue me. <laughs> Wait, what? Because <laughs> I was talking shit about him earlier. <laughs> On the on the podcast, um, and that's why we drink, which is my favorite favorite podcast. By the way, shout out to Christine and him. But <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying now. What was I saying?
1: Uh, Talking about let. Like, uh, oh yeah,
0: on on on, and that's why we drink. They call Zach Bagan's Bagel Bites.
1: Mm. Oh, bagel bites. I know.
0: Don't they sound so good? Yes. All right. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking your ears off. As always, I'm going to post the link for our Amazon wish list to help fund the podcast. Just for, like, better equipment and stuff like that. And I want to thank you all again for joining us. Bye, Creepy Crew. (laughs) Bye, Creepy Crew. As always... Stay creepy, friends.